Galnet News Digest, 14th of January, 3307. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Holloway Biology. We report live from Colonia. Thargoids. We report live from the Witchhead Nebula. Serious housing for the Marlinists. We report live from HIP 22550. The Sidewinder Fuel Finder. We report live from Fuelum. Holloway Institute overwhelmed by pod parts. The Holloway Biosciences Institute in Colonia has been overwhelmed by deliveries of seed pods in response to its recent call for samples. Our roving reporter, Commander Beetlejude, reports live from just outside the Institute. Commander Beetlejude, what can you see? Yes, Wotherspoon, I'm standing here just outside the perimeter of the Institute. The base has some quite tall buildings at its centre. I saw them as I was flying down, but now, with 31,000 tonnes of biological samples piled up in great dunes outside the base, I can barely see the tops of the skyscrapers. The Holloway Institute plans to create four wildlife refuges close to Colonia, which commanders who don't want to trek thousands of light years out into the back of the galactic beyond can visit them to see these curious seed pods and the even more curious space trees they come from. And it sounds like the seed pods are raring to go. It almost seems like they're getting bigger, swelling up before my eyes. This is a massive mound, tumbling, the seed pods on the top, tumbling down, spreading out around the base. I certainly hope that the Holloway Bioscience Institute knew what it was letting itself in for when it encouraged commanders to start shipping in these strange alien life forms. I'm not entirely sure whether correct protocols for biosecurity were followed, or whether these seed pods will prove to be an ongoing problem, spreading out to cover the, the surface of Colonia 7G. I'm having to move now to avoid being crushed by the seed pods. <laughs> tumbling down from the ever-expanding pile. Back to the studio. Damaged stations may need your help. Despite the very best efforts of the Anti-Xenu Initiative and of the rescue effort, there are still three stations burning in the Witchhead Nebula. Commander Beetlejude is at one of them, Ezra Point, in Wellington. Hello there. I'm in the docking bay at Ezra Point, watching the rescue ships ferrying out refugees. In the two weeks since the unprovoked New Year's Eve Thargoid attack, more than 100,000 occupants of this station and other stations like it have been rescued and taken to places of safety. There are still plenty more to rescue, judging by the crowded mission boards. I've been watching belugas, type 9s, dolphins, all kind of ships in a people's flotilla, rescuing workers and inhabitants alike. And it's still pretty hot work in here. Every now and again you see a heat sink being ejected, a tiny white hot spark that flies across the station and melts into whatever surface it hits. Apart from Ezra Point, Cheryl Orbital in Hackey, Sal Prospect in Lemba still need their inhabitants evacuated and a similar effort continues in all three stations. Lemba's Hackey, Wellington and Honoris still have a very minor Thargoid presence. That should be cleared up by the weekend. And then it will be down to Operation Ida and other independent hauliers to bring in the vital repair supplies to get these stations back up and running. Possibly by this time next week, all traces of the Thargoid attacks in the coal sack and Witchhead Nebulas will have been completely wiped out. Serious housing 
for the Marlinists. It's nearly a month since Sirius Corporation leader Lee Yong-ri offered to rehouse the huddled masses of Marlinists who'd been yearning to breathe free of the storied pomp of the Empire for more than 1,000 years. And 1,000 years was plenty long enough to wait, so the Marlinists were pleased to be able to move into their new accommodation earlier today. Commander Beetlejude has gone to investigate. Yes, I'm here in the Marlinist living accommodation, in the HIP 22550 system. Oh, my head. I hope these Marlinists are all short. I wouldn't call this accommodation exactly luxurious. In fact, these, these prefabricated steel living pods look quite a lot like shipping containers. Marlinists arrived here and in seven other systems nearby earlier today, where they will live free from the shackles of Imperial society, close to factory units provided by the corporation to give them gainful employment. They will manufacture artisanal frameshift drives to the original Sirius Corporation recipe and will assemble handcrafted personal computing devices with Sirius Corporation branding. Sirius has reported that the Marlinists are delighted with this opportunity and can't wait to get started. The rent for the lovely new Marlinist accommodation will be deducted from the wages of the Marlinists. But of course the Marlinists are not interested in becoming wealthy. They just wanted to escape from the indentured labour conditions so many of them had to suffer when they lived in the Empire. Fuel Rat's finish line. And finally tonight, the Buckyball Sidewinder Fuel Finder race is coming to an end with only three days remaining. We cross over to Commander Beetlejude at the finish line in Fuelham. Hello, I'm at Walheim Vision in Fuelham, watching the racers come over the line. They're racing all the way from Kalano in the Pleiades Nebula in a Sidewinder, coming most of the way, all the way to Ngalia, without a fuel scoop. As part of the drive to get the fuel rats up to the 100,000 rescues they've been on about for the past month. Shay Blackwood in the Born to Run has taken the lead over Goose Fraber, but Bob Dubrovnik in the Small Mercy is only one second behind with a runtime of 36 minutes and 18 seconds. Some additional rules have had to be added after competitors started getting creative. The use of fleet carriers for outfitting, travel or other purposes is not allowed. Other commanders are not allowed to refuel you along the way and yes, we know that's what the fuel rats do, but they don't do it during this race. And perhaps most importantly, the sidewinder that crosses the line in Fuelham must be the same sidewinder that started the race at Artemis Lodge in Kilano. Getting a lift from a passing Thargoid scout is therefore implicitly not allowed. It's genuinely amazing how the buckyball racers can travel around the galaxy as fast as they do. That was Commander Beetlejude reporting live from the Buckyball Race in Fulham. And that's this week's live out and about Galnet News. And this is Commander Beetlejude back in the studio at Hutton Orbital. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs>